0: Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hi, super moms! It's Tori. I'm taking a break from creating new content and replaying some of the most popular past episodes. After I drop my daughter off at college, I'm going to be taking off on a European adventure. My dream of living abroad is coming true for a couple of months this fall. I will be exploring Italy in the day and coaching my clients at night, and I'm so excited for this new adventure. I dragged my husband along with me, so he and I are both going to be working. We work on U.S. time zones. So our work hours in Italy will be 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. So hopefully I'll have enough work to keep me busy since I'm not used to having a 40-hour work week. I've always had kids to raise and my teaching job and all these other things going on. So hopefully I'll have enough work. So if you know anyone who's struggling with parenting overwhelm or just stuck in a rut and can't get themselves out, send them to lifecoachingforparents.com slash work with me. That's where you can sign up for a free discovery call. Coaching clients while living abroad is my dream come true. So I appreciate you helping me make it happen. Now, enjoy a replay of the very first Supermoms is Getting Tired podcast episode called How to Get My Kids to Listen to Me. Today on the podcast, I'll be answering the question, how do I get my kids to listen to me? I'll answer it first as a parent educator, and then dive deep with the life coaching tools to help you really get what you want. I'll introduce today's supermom kryptonite, a secret energy drain that you might not know is making you tired, followed by a tip to reclaim your superpower and feel great whether kids listen to you or not. Today's question comes from Christina. She writes... I feel like I walk around all day barking orders, pick up your shoes, turn off the TV, finish your homework, clear your plate. I'm exhausted from the constant negotiating and pushback I seem to get. And I just want to know how the heck do I get my kids to listen to me? Well, when I first started answering questions like this about 18 years ago, My background was limited to education and child development. I had studied family life education in school, and I'd been a classroom teacher and a family life educator, but I left education to stay home with my new baby. And that ended up taking me straight to the land of crazy. I thought for sure I would love being a stay-home mom and everything that goes with it because I was so excited to be a new mommy turns out I'm a little too extroverted to stay home all day and there's a little too much alone time. So I quickly figured out I had to do something. And so I joined a speakers bureau and I would go out and I would give talks to mothers clubs and schools about this and other topics. If you're like me, you listen to an expert talk about parenting solutions, let's say something like setting limits on screen time, and you come home and you'll be really good for a few days, but maybe a week or two later, you end up right back where you started. Well, life coaching filled in the gap for me as to how people make long lasting permanent change and not just kind of temporary inspirational change. And this, these life coaching tools have just been the most amazing thing to have in one's tool belt. So the answer to this question, how do I get my kids to listen to me, is really quite simple. I'll give you the parent education answer so then we can dive deeper into the life coaching answer. I teach English for 30 minutes a week to kids who are new to our country and our language. Having them listen to me is the most important thing. So what do I do? How do I get them to listen to me? I get down on their level, I look them in the eye, I slow my speech, repeat myself often, check for understanding, and ask them to repeat what they hear me saying. If you did these things with your children, I am sure your kid would listen to you. It would be really hard not to. The problem is that what Christina's is really asking is how do I get my kids to obey me? So we use the life coaching tools to answer the real question, because we don't want our kids just to listen to us. If we say, hey, don't text and drive, we want them to obey us. If we say, eat your vegetables, we don't want them just to listen. We want them to actually do it. So really what we're saying is, how do I get my kids to comply with my requests, my demands, you know, by this is what I want. And life coaching is all about helping you f- get what you want. So we think that if our kids would just do what we wanted them to do, if we would just give them an order, pick up your socks, put them in the hamper, and then they would do that action, then we could feel relaxed and we'd feel more peaceful in our home. We think that their inaction is causing us to feel frustrated. But there's this unconscious thought about your child's inaction that's actually causing the frustration. And the reason we know that this is true is because not every mom reacts the same way every single time. So you might yell when your kid leaves his socks on the floor like, oh my God, could you pick up your socks? Another mom might not even notice their socks on the floor. The other mom might be like, oh yeah, she always leaves her socks on the floor. You know, and even just ourselves, like we can react differently to the same thing depending on the day. So it's not the inaction that's causing us to feel frustrated. It's our thoughts about the interaction. So the reason that Christina isn't feeling relaxed and peaceful in her home is because she has a thought my hunches it's they should just do what i say i have had a lot of clients who come through with this thought so that's why i'm going to guess that her subconscious belief is that they should just obey me the first time they should just do what i tell them to do it's not that hard it's a simple request to follow so even though this subconscious thought sounds totally reasonable it's causing her to feel frustrated And when we feel frustrated, guess what happens? Our kids don't want to comply. (laughs) They want to avoid us. They want to ignore us. We sound naggy and we lack confidence. So it's easy for them to tune us out. We just, it's like we vibrate at this frequency of the radio station that they just don't want to listen to. And so they just inside their own head, turn us off. Kids well, all humans, are wired to follow a calm, confident leader. Somebody who looks them in the eye, speaks slowly and clearly, repeats what's being asked, checks for understanding. Just those same tools, the same things I was telling you that you would do if you want your child to listen to you. That's how a calm, confident leader would speak. So, In order to feel calm, what we have to do first is we have to stop arguing with reality. So when we have the thought, they should just do what I say, we're arguing with reality because they aren't just doing what you say. They're not immediately obedient. (laughs) And so it's this thought that makes us and causes frustration because they should do it, but they aren't doing it. And we just spin around in circles inside our head. So what we want to do is we want to take a look at this thought, they should just do what I say and ask a couple questions about it. Put it through some inquiry. Is it true that they should just immediately obey? Every single time, if your child obeyed every request and command that you had, don't you think you'd be calling me up saying, Tori, it's the weirdest thing. Every time I ask my daughter to do something, she just does it the first time. I'm worried about her. Like, this is weird. This is strange. You know, the truth is that kids should not obey you every single time with every single request, or there wouldn't be thousands of parenting books explaining how to make that happen, how to get kids to do what you want. So this is a totally normal normal thing and reaction for our children to not want to pick up their socks or to not want to turn off the TV and sit down and get their homework done or clean the bathroom or whatever it is. When your child is ignoring you, it would help to switch your thought to something truthful, something where you're not arguing with reality. Like, I'm so glad I have a normal child. Or I can trust my child to tune me out when I ask him to do something. It's funny that it, it, because it feels better. Sometimes it makes us laugh, but that's usually a much better place to go to. You're like, wait, I trust him to disobey me. I can trust him to ignore me. You're kind of playing with the words in a way that helps you create calm. Because it all begins with feeling calm and not feeling frustrated. So you could think the thought, oh, my kid is showing me that I'm not in my calm, assertive energy, that of course my kid doesn't want to take out the garbage. But if I can find my calm, clear energy of a leader, maybe I can convince him. You know, maybe my kid is just reflecting back to me, the energy that I'm putting out. And yeah, I'm feeling a little frazzled and a little tired, and I don't really feel like I'm being a calm, assertive leader right now. And my kid's letting me know. Whatever you think, you want to make sure it's something that creates this feeling of calm. And the first step is to accept the reality that's currently in front of you. So let's choose the thought, she'll listen to me if I am calm and confident. What that thought does is it focuses you on your own emotions, which is something that you have control over. Might not feel like you have control over them when you're thinking that it's your kids in action that's causing you to feel frustrated. But it turns your attention inward and it helps you come into your leadership energy. She will listen to me if I'm calm and confident. Well, there's no way I'm going to get calm and confident right now. So I'm just going to go take the dog for a walk. <laughs> I'm just going to go take a break in my bedroom. And then I won't ask her to comply with my wishes until I'm aligned with the energy of leadership. And if you are aligned with your leadership energy and you come into the family room and you say, you get down on her level and you look her in the eye and you speak slowly and clearly and calmly and you say, it's time to pick up your stocks, turn off the television and get your homework done. Then she's more likely to comply because she can feel and sense your leadership energy. So we want immediate compliance <laughs> because We are already feeling tired, frustrated, annoyed, whatever. Like, oh my gosh, can you please just help me out? But what we're really saying is, I don't want to feel the way I'm feeling. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel efficient. I want to feel respected, appreciated, even heard, right? But we're the only ones that can make us feel that way. So by refocusing our thoughts on things that we have control over... We get to feel whatever we want to feel, regardless of whether your child picks up her socks or takes out the trash or does her homework. What's happening is that we feel unwell. We feel frustrated. And we say, here, take my all, take my power to make me feel good. And we put our ability to make ourselves feel peaceful, relaxed, and happy. And we put it in the hands of our disobedient child. And we say, here, please make mom feel better. Mommy's feeling frazzled. And you know what? It doesn't tend to work that well. It might have worked better when they were younger. And, you know, we'd come in the house and from a hard days of work or something, and we'd be so tired and cranky. And we'd see our kids, and they'd be like, mommy, you're the best mommy in the whole wide world. I love you. And then give us giant hugs. And then they would make us feel better. So there is, I think, a time when they're younger that we can kind of take the back seat on our own emotional well-being and say, I'm just going to let my kids' joy lift me up. But now, as they're getting older, it doesn't always work. Sometimes we want to feel relaxed and we want to feel joyful and our kids are not in the mood and they're not grumpy and they're not complying. So we want to take that power back and say, I get to decide how I feel regardless of your action or inaction. Like if I want to feel relaxed and peaceful in my home, then I'm going to make that happen with my own thoughts, by taking a break, by not barking orders at you and trying to get you to do certain chores so that I can feel better. Because honestly, really, if they did, if they got up and they did the dishes and took out the trash or whatever, we'd still feel grumpy because it's our thoughts inside our head that are causing it. And if we're having the thought like nobody appreciates the work I do, nobody's helping me, then those aren't really... Thoughts that are going to lead to us feeling better, even if they take out the trash, because they'll probably do it with a a grumpy attitude or something that is not inspiring and lovely and what we're actually looking for, which is a little bit of peace, a little bit of appreciation, and maybe even some gratitude. So we really want to make sure we're taking responsibility for how we feel. And if you want to feel... Like your kids are obedient, then come to them in your leadership energy. If you watch the dog whisperer, man, it is very similar. <laughs> watch Cesar Milan talk about how to get your dog to comply. You talk about it's all like your body posture, your voice tone. It's the energy, it's the way that you stand, the way that you where you put your eyes, your facial expressions, it's so many nonverbal things. But for humans, the way we line up our nonverbal stuff, our voice tone, our posture, our hand gestures, our face expressions, the way that we get them all lined up in, in integrity is with a thought in our head. And so pick a thought that really makes you feel calm and relaxed, like... I got this. This is totally doable. I know my kid's going to disobey me if I ask from this energy. So I'll wait until I'm feeling better. And then I'll ask because I know that she will comply. Think of it like putting seatbelts on in the car. It's usually not an issue because we are in our calm, assertive leadership energy. Every single time we get in the car, you put on your seatbelt. That's what we do. It's a no brainer. If you wanted to fight me on that, it would be a very boring fight because I would pull over and I would just wait. And this is just the law and it's clear and we're in our authority. So try not to request things until you're in that leadership energy and then you'll get the validation that you are being heard and your kids will comply with you and they might not do it right away on our own time frame but if you're clear and calm your chances are so much better that they'll follow along the way you like them to so, today's supermom kryptonite, this secret energy drain that can take us of our own energy, we don't even realize it. like it's invisible. So <laughs> it's hard to see. This today's supermom kryptonite is expectations. So when we have expectations that our kids will comply and obey, for example, and they don't meet that expectation that that is such a huge energy drain. So I'll give you this example. It happened when my daughter was four years old and it was Halloween. Now she loved to dress up. She had all of her princess dresses and costumes that she would put on just for fun on a regular day. But as soon as Halloween came, she is like outright refusing to wear a costume. And I'm trying to like explain how Halloween works and, you know, come convince her and try to get her to, you know, put on the costume to wear to preschool, to participate in this fun holiday. And it was so effortful. She we were just like in a power struggle for the majority of the day. It was totally exhausting. And I didn't realize what was happening. And of course as trick-or-treating time got closer, I'm amping up again saying, okay, you know, you've got to wear something that looks like a costume to other people and it's got to be weather appropriate. And I had all these expectations put on her that just made her feel my energy of like, This has to happen my way. And it made her resist it. The more I cared, the more she resisted. And boy, that doesn't change in the teenage years, let me tell you. So, what I finally was like just pulling my hair out, and I was so annoyed with this whole situation. And I finally just like stepped aside. I'm like, okay, I need to figure out what the heck is going on with me. I need to use my life coaching skills here to figure out why I am so frustrated and why I care so much. And what I realized was that I had the thought in my head, this is supposed to be fun. And it wasn't. So the fact that it wasn't matching up to my expectation that that's what was bothering me so much. If I could come in to Halloween saying, hey, this is a really challenging day for a lot of kids. This is a hard day for sensitive kids. It's a hard day for kids who like to own their power and don't want to get into power struggle with their mothers. Uh, they like to be in charge and make their own decisions and they don't want to do what everybody else is doing. And so as soon as I could accept that this is a difficult day and I could gear up for it, the yeah, next year was so much better. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a really hard day. She's going to have her own ideas. They're not going to be matching with mine. So I, would just, I was so much more gentle and kind and easygoing. And you know what? She wore a costume. She participated in her kindergarten celebrations without any problems because I wasn't so filled with angst and my own ideas of how the day was supposed to go. She felt free to be whoever she was going to be on this day, and I wasn't attached to the outcome. So that's the supermom kryptonite of the day, is to be wary of your expectations and align them with reality. Today's supermom power boost. One thing you could do to regain your superpowers is to decide ahead of time how you want to feel let's assume your kids are going to disobey you because that's what kids do. (laughs) We know that they don't like to comply and obey their parents. They would like to have their own minds and make up their own decisions. So decide ahead of time, how do I want to feel when my child disobeys me, ignores me? You know, some kids are more like blatant with the outright disobedience and they're like, no, I don't want to. But a lot of kids are just in that passive, yeah, sure, I'll get to it. Mm -hmm, I'll take out the trash. Oh, of course, yep, mm -hmm, I'll get around and just avoid and delay. And so if we can assume and expect that they're going to do that, they're going to tune us out, they're going to say yes, but not follow through, how do we want to feel while they're doing that? when we see that. And what's nice is then we get to be right because we kind of thought they were going to do that anyways. And it feels always feels good to be right. So we get that gold star, but there's also this other idea. is like, I can feel calm even if they disobey me. I can feel competent or confident like, oh, they're going to disobey me or they're going to put me off and they're going to delay me and they're going to pretend like they don't hear me, but I know what to do then. And I want to feel confident when they do that. So decide ahead of time how you want to feel and take ownership of that. I'm going to end with today's quote, expectation is the mother of all frustration. That's a quote by Antonio Banderas. So thanks so much for listening to episode number one. I will love you and leave you. Hope to see you next time want a free life coaching session, go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.